Amen. <clears throat> In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That phrase, written 3,000 years ago, wow, a lot has changed in our understanding of what the universe was like. From a time long ago, when all they had was their human eyes to see the heavens, and now we have the Hubble telescope that gives us an amazing view of the heavens. This is a picture of a small portion of the Milky Way galaxy. They tell us that the Milky Way galaxy has around 200 or 100 billion stars. That's hard to comprehend. Well, now, in addition to that, we have the James Webb Telescope. Its orbit is around the sun, not the Earth, bringing us back amazing pictures. And now it's beginning to extend our understanding and our vision of the universe even more into the distant parts of all that has been created. According to some mathematical projections, the universe that we can or may will be able to see in the near future, plus all of the unseen universe, suggests that there may be as many as one trillion galaxies. Now that blows my mind. <laughs> I don't quite understand that and I can't comprehend it. It was, a, it was about uh, well, many years ago when I was talking to a high school youth in the church, and the youth uh, who was kind of a science nerd, <laughs> he came up and said back in the days, even before the Hubble telescope, he said, now, as I look at all the universe and, and the black holes and the galaxies and, and 13 billion years plus evolution, how can I believe in a God? Well, I gave kind of the standard answer that I often give. Whatever made the universe possible and whatever brought that universe through the, deck, through the billions of years to the point where you and I are here, that we can see and reflect on the universe, let us define that as God. He thought for a moment and he said, I got to think about that. Which is the beginning of the understanding that we don't understand that a lot of what we have and try to understand is taken by faith. But let's jump now to have it bring it more personal uh, from creation to where it is for you and I. As we go to the 26th verse of chapter 1 in Genesis, it says, Let us make humankind in our image and let them have dominion over all things. Now, two words in there I need to talk about. The first is dominion. Dominion, I think, should be translated authority and responsibility. That we are given authority and responsibility for our creation. The second word is image. If God is a creator and we are created in God's image, then are we not also creators? Created to be creators. Well, for example, let's take medical science. When I was a teenager, I had a, a cut on my finger. I let it go far too long. When I finally went to the doctor, he pointed out I had two red streaks running up my arm. He gave me a shot of penicillin, and that took care of it. My wife's grandmother, when she was great-grandmother, when she was 22 years old, had a cut on her lip. It became infected and she died from it because there were no antibiotics. 
Medical science has taken all little parts of the creation and put it together to create vaccines, equipment, medical devices, and all the things we take for granted today. As creators, we take that which is given around us, as well as our gifts, our graces, and our talents, and we make a difference in the little corner of the universe where we have the possibility of doing that. So that everybody, all of you here are creators. As parents, you create a home of love and hope and encouragement to raise a family. In spite of a few frustrations, you create the possibilities. As uh, musicians, you create music for the enjoyment and, and the appreciation for the peace of many of us. And, and well, as people who work in the sound booth, who enhance our worship experiences by putting together uh, the, uh, well, the videos, the sound. You know, we would miss that if we did not have that today. For they created an atmosphere for worship. Or I think of all the other kinds of things uh, people to do. Um, the gardener who plants flowers and makes that corner of the universe a little more beautiful. Uh, it seems almost endless, the kinds of things that people could do where they are. I'm reminded of uh, the fact that each of us are given certain gifts and graces so that we can make a difference in our little corner of the world. Now, I'd like to refer to some scripture and some personal experience to put some meat on that. First, being creators means using our gifts for the common good. This little chapter in chapter 12 of Corinthians reminds us of what they call spiritual gifts. A spiritual gift is simply the gift that we have, the talents we have, all the things that we have as part of our life that we could use. And when we use them in the service of Christ or his church or the world, that has become, become partners with the creator to make the world a little better place where we are. They become spiritual gifts. We've all been given those, and so we try to use them. Now, <clears throat> my hobby has always been carpentry and fixing things. When I was a full-time pastor, I did not have a lot of time for that. But when I retired, I discovered a rather amazing group. It's called Nomads. <laughs> nomads on a mission, active in divine service. Well, all that really means is there's about 900 United Methodists from around the country who sign up for three-week work projects. Now, the work projects would do repair churches, repair homes, uh, summer camps, uh, community centers. Each project which you sign up for, you do whatever they have ready for you, generally sponsored by a local church. Now, there is a catch. catch. In order to come, you have to provide your own housing with either a motorhome or a trailer. And so I've had a motorhome for many years, and I have gone to these nomad projects, and I parked them in the church parking lot. <laughs> now, I found out a rather amazing thing. In January and February, you can sign up for nomad work projects in Florida. And so, <laughs> so you can get three weeks, well, I did two terms, six weeks of free parking. You know, parking a motorhome in Florida can be expensive, but you free parking, well, you, you pay your own expenses and your own meals, but that's quite a benefit. Now, you work four days a week 
eight to four, and then three days a week, you walk on the beach or whatever you would like to do. Those four days, you begin each day with devotions. Uh, devotions and prayers reminding us that we are part of God's work, that we are, I suppose, co-creators, making a little part of our world that we can touch a little better place. Now, one of the places I worked several years is Satellite Beach. Satellite Beach was in the 1950s and 60s, developed as a housing project for workers at the Kennedy Space Center. And so those houses now, you know, a couple lifetimes later, many of them are occupied by elderly widows and widowers unable to do much of the simple maintenance of their homes. It's also a place for years, therefore the 911 calls were increasing dramatically. They also discovered that 911 calls were often coming from the same elderly people over and over again. And so they decided to hire a social worker that every time a 911 call came in to a new elderly person, the social worker would follow up, arrange for uh, places to, for their uh, social services and uh, transportation to doctor appointments. The social worker that, were, that did work decreased the 911 calls by 50%. It was a social worker that was suggesting to the work team in Satellite Beach the projects that we ought to do in the homes. And so we would go to various homes. Uh, for example, there was a lady in a wheelchair. She had not been in her living room for over a year because it was one of these sunken living rooms down seven inches. Well, we built a simple ramp and we changed her little world just by a day's work. Or a light fixture that needed changes, or a door that wouldn't close because it had warped, and just a hundred little items, a house that needed painting. And then we would get a whole crew, which might be eight to 10 people, and you can make a lot of progress with that group of people. In Florida, you power wash it, and then you paint it. If the person was able to pay for the materials, they did. If not, nomads had a fund to provide the materials for the projects that we did. You know, we have projects like that right here. We have the meal programs, United Methodist, United Methodist Children's Service, Habitat for Humanity, and Appalachian Service Project, where people from our church are on their way, arriving today. Being creators using our gifts for the common good. Secondly, helping each other. Being a creator, I'm reminded of 1 Peter. Now, 1 Peter was probably written during a time of persecution. Christians tended to go into hiding, feel, I'm sure, a bit sorry for themselves, and seem to not be the kind of energetic people they were uh, when uh, things were better. And so Peter writes to them this little chapter, little book of 1 Peter and says, for heaven's sakes, get up and do something. Serve one another with whatever gifts of yours you have. Even if the life is not perfect, there are often times that we can help or serve someone wherever we are. Years ago, there was an elderly person in this church. And on the way out of church one morning, she said, I just can't do anything more but pray for people. I'm so frustrated, that's all I can do. Well, God bless her. She was doing that, what she was able to do in her time of life. 
Be creators helping one another. Well, I have to get back to nomads. <laughs> we had a couple of interesting projects. One was in St. Petersburg, Petersburg, Florida, at St. Luke's United Methodist Church. Our project was there were a series of windows to the side of the church. We were to remove all the windows, about a six-foot by 20-foot area, fill it up with cement blocks, with cement blocks all, and then stucco the outside. None of us had ever done stucco. <laughs> well, how hard could it be? I mean, you read the directions on the stucco mix and you do what it says. And so we did. We worked and we worked and we were, it looked absolutely terrible. In fact, the more we tried, the worse it seemed to become. As we were doing that, there was a truck that stopped in front of the church and sat there for a while. A man got out of the truck, came over to us and said, stucco is my work. Would you mind if I finish that off for you? God bless him. <laughs> he went to his truck. He got a squeegee, a long thing squeegee, and a water bottle that he squirted, and he squirted, and he went like this. In 10 minutes, it looked absolutely beautiful. Why did he take time <laughs> to stop and see what was going on to offer what he could offer? There are often opportunities to just come before us that we can do some little thing whether it's at home or in the community, uh, at work, at our leisure time, they're just sometimes our opportunities. The other time was we were in West Palm Beach working on a community center. Our job was there were two exterior old wooden doors and they had been broken into several times. Things had been stolen, including computers. And so our project was to remove those doors, and a construction firm had donated new steel doors and a steel frame to go into this smith block wall. We've all worked with wooden doors and wooden frames and stud walls, but none of us in this situation. And we were struggling. In this community center, around 11.30, the people began to stream in for the free noon meal. As we were struggling, two men came over to us and said, we are laid off construction workers. We've done this many times. Would you mind if we helped you? <laughs> God bless them. I wonder what they were thinking also beyond that. I mean, could they be saying to themselves, we're laid off. They should have hired us to do that because that is our work. But instead, with a smile on their face, probably laughing about the work we were trying to do, and went over and through the afternoon, they finished off the project with us. God bless them. Creator being creators, to create in a little place of our universe a little better something for what we can do. Using our, using our gifts for the common good, helping each other, and being creators, number three, building relationships. There is a wonderful chapter in the third, uh, third chapter of uh, First John about love. You know, you usually think the love chapter is 1 Corinthians 13 because it's read at almost every wedding. But this particular chapter in John, love, the word love is mentioned 
20 times. One of the key phrases is simply, Beloved, let us love one another. Nomads has a principle which we are reminded about again and again. Whenever we do a project, we are not simply doing a project, we are helping people and we are building relationships with the people who we are helping. For myself, when I get on a project, I like to do that project, get it done, and I am focused. I sometimes don't see all the people around me as I am working. But again and again, we were reminded, particularly in our devotions in the morning before we began our work, remember the people you are working with and for. Beloved, let us love one another. In Satellite Beach, one of, the, one of the homes that we went to, there were two of us that were asked to repair and paint a fence behind this house. In the house was a 90-some-year-old man. So we painted the fence, fixed it all up. It was great, at least, uh, although I'm not sure it needed it all that badly, but we did what we were asked to do, put the paint away. It was about noon. My partner said, I'm going back to church for lunch, and I just was going to go over to the door and tell him we had finished the project. The paint was put away in the garage. We were done. And of course, I expected him to say thank you, and I could get on to lunch. And so I told him that, and he said to me, thank you. And then before I could turn and go, he said, would you mind coming in for a few minutes? <laughs> so I went in the house. We were walking down the hallway, and there were shelves filled with, obviously, World War II memorabilia. And so I simply said, is all that from World War II? That's all he needed. <laughs> he set off on describing the life-changing experiences that he had had. Forty-five minutes later, when I finally excused myself and left, I was thinking as I left, so did he want us to come and fix his fence, to have the fence fixed, or maybe to have somebody to talk to? Are we not always serving people even when we are simply doing projects that we enjoy doing? Beloved, let us love one another. One of the most unique experiences was in Pahokee, Florida, uh, in the southern part of the sugar cane fields. We were assigned there to a trailer park to do repairs. A hurricane had come through the year before, Many of the trailers had been damaged. It had previously, that first year, the trailers were repaired so they weren't leaking. The second year, when we were there, it was inside doing drywall repair and other repairs damaged from the water. I remember one trailer we went into, and there was a globe light in the kitchen, and the roof had not leaked for a year, but it was dripping water every once in a while. She said, I can't figure out. I thought they fixed our roof. So we went up and looked at it. The globe was filled with water from when the roof had been leaking. Simple project, replace the light fixture. But when you're talking about the human, <coughs> excuse me, human part of building relationships, probably the most unique experience of this particular trailer, of a trailer park where we were, we went to the one trailer, which was occupied by Hispanic family. We got there, the mother who spoke some English, 
Now, we were parked some distance in the church parking lot from where the work was, so we brought our lunch. Instructions are from nomads as always. When you go to a place, you never, in, never expect lunch. You don't impose. So we always brought our lunches. And so I was in the, the team leader, and I just simply said to the woman, we have our own lunches, and at noon we'll be eating outside. At 11.30, she came over to us and she said, lunch served. And I explained to her in some detail, you know, we have our own lunches and we are required by the nomads not to oppose and to eat outside. And when I got done all this, I don't know how much she actually understood, but she simply said, lunch served. <laughs> so we had a rather wonderful Hispanic lunch. Interesting. That afternoon, her two kids, elementary age, came from school home, <clears throat> and they spoke good English. <clears throat> so I went over to them. I said, now, I want you to tell your mother that tomorrow when we come back, we bring our lunches. She is not to make a lunch. We always eat by ourselves. 11.30 the next day, lunch served. <laughs> so for two days, now, wait a minute. Her gifts, among other things, were hospitality and cooking. Our gifts were fixing things. She had the need as much to share her gifts as we had the need to share our gifts. Because people are probably more important than just doing the work. Now, after two days at her place, we went down the street a ways to another trailer, a Hispanic woman. She really spoke good English. And of course, I explained to her when we got there, we have our lunches and we'll be eating outside around noon. 11.30, she said, lunch is served. And I said, I, I told you that uh, we have our lunches. Oh, she said, I know that. But I'm not about to be outdone by my friend down the street. <laughs> Wonderful time with conversation and with Hispanic dinner. Uh, of all the places that we worked, probably the things that I remember the most are the people, not just the work that we were doing. Even though I love to do the work, and that's kind of my hobby of enjoyment. Created to be creators. All of us, I believe, are given gifts, talents, abilities, and every so often, you know, just one footnote. You can't solve every problem, nor should you. So if you come across a parked um, car along the highway that is in trouble, there are certain safety concerns, and we simply don't stop to do everything. Maybe the best thing you can do is call 911, call the state police, and, remind, and tell them what is there. So we have to use some common sense. But nevertheless, all of us have both the gifts and the graces and the opportunities to make this little part of our creation a little better place. Let us pray. Gracious God of creation, we thank you for the gifts, the graces we have been given that we might create from time to time a little better place being creators as even you have created us. Amen. <laughs>